welcome to the Tuto Dobio podcast, the show about an American couple totally in love who unplug and uproot and leave the heartland of America for a teeny tiny farm in rural Italy. It's an adventure and we are so excited to have you come along with us. Today is Sunday, January 10th, 2016. Thanks for downloading the podcast. I'm your co-host, Bob, and I'm joined by my beautiful wife and Foxy co-co-host, Gina. Say hi, Gina. Hi. Hi. <laughs> that's a lot of... That big lead up and all I say is hi. That's a big... That's a lot of jibba-jabba <laughs> to get to a hi. But you did it without your little cheat sheet. I, of course. No, I had it all locked in. I'm going to be saying that in the old podcaster's home. I'm an old man. <laughs> no, because we're sitting on the floor. We're sitting on the floor. This is We're coming from Mesa, Arizona. We're staying with Ron and we're on the road. For the month of January, right? Mm-hmm. You purchased another microphone. We're having we're uh, we're trying a uh, trying a new setup, uh, sort of a light setup, and um, so if that's the uh, if you hear a difference in the sound, which I'm sure you will, that's the that's the reason. We're sitting on the floor in the in the den, <laughs> <laughs> trying to find some place quiet, and um, but we thought we'd try to knock out another podcast from the road. Right? Right. So what are we going to talk about today? Oh. You got the notes. I have the list. Yeah. The handwritten list. Um, so we're going to talk about the dinner party that we had last night. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about Buttercup. Mm, the escape artist. The escape artist. And then we, uh, with the grocery shopping we were doing, we thought, oh, it might be interesting to, to do a comparison of what the grocery mm. experience is like. Mm. In Italy compared to here. Sounds good. Okay. Want to dive in? Sure. Let's go. Sweet baby Gina. (laughs) (laughs) We had a dinner party last night here at your dad's house, here at Ron Secura's house. Yes. In Mesa, Arizona. We are really Close right now. <laughs> I mean, yes, this we setup, are, honey. This setup is. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter? It's different. We have you really no space in between you us. You don't like looking at me, do you? <laughs> that's not. That's <laughs> you want me to true. pull down my little cap, my little my little watch cap over my face? <laughs> That'd be better. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's talk about the dinner party. Okay. What was? Uh, it was a good. It was. A, we did something. It was a little different, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I liked it. Yes. Usually we do something much more elaborate. Yeah. Multi-course, always a pasta. Sit down. Sit down. Um, dinner. It, what, maybe, yeah. what, maybe Maybe it was different because it wasn't a dinner party. Yeah. You right? think that was it? Yeah. I think, yeah, I think so. I mean, Dad said the next time let's do something a little bit easier so that you guys can... I think the spend time talking to people rather yeah, than I, us running around like we do. Yeah, I think the plan was to have more people. Yes, like twelve more people yeah. than we have room for at the dining room table. Right, because usually we end up having multiple dinner parties. Right. to accommodate like, dads, all dad's like friends, six people at a time, six or yeah. seven, eight people at a time, mm-hmm. something like that. And so um, your dad said, "Let's just do one. Mm-hmm. We'll have more people." And then we decided, "Let's do heavy hors d'oeuvres, and people yeah. can kind of stand up." Now we didn't have the kind of turnout mm-hmm. that we'd hoped for, but we planned it like it was heavy hors d'oeuvres, which was actually really fun. Yeah, because we did all easy. we did all the work ahead of time, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we should, but that's not really. Gonna, I was going to say we could do that in Italy, but that's not really going to fly with the Italians, right? 
No. It's coursed there. Yes. Yeah. This was all, everything was out all at once. Mm -hmm. It was just like a big spread. Yes. It was a party. Yes. It was a little party. Right? So what did we have? What was the, what was the menu? Oh. Oh, we did our typical cheese and salami board. board and then yeah. you made some hummus. Hummus, yeah. And uh, you like putting that little Trader Joe's tahini sauce on your hummus. Mm, so, so that was really good. good. And then I Dollop made the uh, bruschetta with caponata. Um, so that I could make ahead of time. That was really easy. What's in that? Eggplant. Capers, balsamic vinegar, honey, mm. Mm, pine so nuts, good. and tomato. Yeah, good. It was good. All roasted. All roasted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you had a frittata. I made a frittata, uh, which was just a simple frittata Sim- with some roasted tomatoes, sliced tomatoes on the top. And then you, we had a salad. We had a salad. And then you made um, tenderloin. For sandwiches. Yep. Beef tenderloin. We had beef tenderloin using the reverse sear method, mm-hmm. which I highly recommend. So stuck that in the oven. Well, dried it out, right? So the day before, mm-hmm. got it, put some salt on the outside of it, let it sit uncovered in a fridge overnight. Kind of dries it out a little bit, which makes for a nice crusty outside. Then roasted it in the oven, just naked. I mean, mm-hmm. with some seasoning, but just naked. At two, what did I do? Like two twenty-five or two fifty or something like that. Two twenty-five, I think. Yeah, for just a couple of hours, and I had probably two pounds of tenderloin, mm-hmm. and then uh, pulled it out around at about one thirty-five, one thirty, one thirty-five, something like that Fahrenheit degrees mm-hmm. Fahrenheit. Let it rest for a little bit, and then uh, seared it in a cast iron skillet mm-hmm. on high. Added a little bit of butter, and just each side. Let it rest a little bit more, and, and then we just put it in the fridge, right? So we right. did it that afternoon. Pull it out when it's time, slice it in thin little slices, put out some horseradish sauce and dinner rolls. We cut, made little finger sandwiches, and it was good. Yeah. It was good. And I mean, I'm really sad that not everybody showed up, but I'm really happy because we still have a little <laughs> bit of tender, tender loin left over. It was fun. I mean, it yeah. was really nice because there was nothing but just serving everybody served themselves right and we just sat around and talked for a long time it was low low right. impact right? yeah it really was and dad had gotten that very fancy bun cake for bun cake for yeah. dessert which was really really good i don't know how you're gonna finish they, that entire bun cake i think they put extra bunt in there <laughs> there was some serious bunt <laughs> the heck is a bunt but is it a... was it was nice it was um dad got a new wine mm. refrigerator and cooler, kind of cooler. and yeah. so we bought wine but we didn't really drink that much i mean dad's friends don't really drink that much wine and no and you guys um, we had a little bit of prosecco on the mm-hmm. front end and then it was uh then it was just like some a couple of cocktails and uh some soft drinks mm-hmm. and water that that's okay that leaves wine for us to drink yeah we right? sound like really good party <laughs> hosts Anyway, it was great. Who yeah, all did, who it all did we have? We had, it was. Uh, friends, neighbors across the street, mm-hmm. Rhonda and John. Yeah. John came late. He had a plumbing, he's a plumbing master, <laughs> and uh, he got pulled into a job late at night. Rhonda got a text for him, from him. You know, she's wondering when he was going to be able to join mm-hmm. us, and it was a one-word text. It said, nightmare, and uh, so he had run into some, uh, been called in on some mm-hmm. emergency uh, where nobody had any water, and he sort of got them to a good enough point, and then headed over. And 
caught up with the rest of us. And we had uh, John and jo- Becky. Johnny and Becky. Yeah. Um, they're always fun. And uh, was that it? Yeah. And then Ron. Us. The big Ron it secure. Good. And then the, the Tuto Dopio. <laughs> but again, I mean, another example of how you know, simplifying simplifying when when we have company or friends is really the answer. It's I the agree. same thing like our grilled cheese sandwiches, right? I, you know, the I've always it, this has been a long thing for us, you know. Oh yeah, I, we argue about this all the time. You don't even know what I'm gonna talk about. You like to like blow it out and I like to simplify. <laughs> I was gonna say that having dinner parties is something that's been oh. really important to me all my life. Okay. And uh, we talked about it on our, maybe our second date, mm-hmm. about how I said that this is really important to me. And um, just something I remember, it's something that I remember from my childhood. My parents had these bridge parties and the house was full of people and just this beautiful sound and my dad laughing. And I'm sure we've told this story before, but to me, it's a very warm um, s- sort of thing. And I think for a while there, you're right, I did kind of want to blow it out and, you know, kick some serious butt and have these, you know, really fancy sort of things. And I kind of lost track of the point. And the point is really just to enjoy your friends. Mm -hmm. And I think we, I think last night was, for me, it was exactly like that. We got all of the stuff done ahead of time. There was no stress involved. So we rolled into the party relaxed and we didn't have to do anything except talk to people, ask them questions, check in with them, and enjoy some food and uh, time with people. It was great. I mean, yeah. it was, we, so. we actually got dressed. What do you mean we got dressed? Well, I mean, usually we're in we grubbies, oh, right? Yeah, because usually we're up we to have the... naked dinner parties yeah. most of the time. <laughs> no. What do you mean? No, but usually we... Run out of time. I have the bad habit of, yeah, running out of time. And so however I am cooking, that's... When somebody shows up, yes, that's it. That, I mean, it's been like that. Since my Atlanta days. Yeah. So. We were ahead of the curve this time. But we actually got properly dressed. Yeah. Do you think we convinced anybody to come to the farm and have a have dinner with us? It's at like, the farm, I never get properly dressed. No. We're never properly <laughs> dressed at the farm. So, lesson learned for me, yeah. for sure, which is, which is that the point of the dinner party is to make your guests feel comfortable. Mm. Sure. To have, you know, a decent meal, absolutely. But really, for the host to be relaxed enough, for them for themselves to be able to enjoy it with everybody else, I thought it was just a great evening. I mean, it was really, really, really fun and really nice. So there you go. Yeah, I agree. You know, in getting ready for the dinner party, we mm-hmm. did some shopping, right? Mm-hmm. Went a couple of places, and we were reminded, or I was reminded, certainly while we were shopping, of some differences between American grocery shopping and Italian yes. grocery shopping. So what are, so what are, what are things that come to mind? Like oh. similarities, and mostly differences. Mo- yeah, so... In terms of the process, I think it's different that the checkers in Italy don't bag your groceries. Um, so oh, you, no, they don't. So you bag, and and they sit. They're often, most of the time, yeah, they're always sitting for the most part. Oh, I think almost always. Well, no, at the bio store, that guy's oh, no. standing and, and yeah. at 
at the other BO store, it's like a reception area. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but mostly, most of the grocery stores, yeah, they're, they're sitting, sitting on a stool or a and chair. And they are whizzing stuff through, right? So you're standing at the end of the grocery checkout, and they're, you know, the food's firing. flying. Yeah, firing. And you're trying to get things into bags to hurry. I mean, I feel, you, well, it kind of feels like going through security at the airport like you're struggling oh. to get everything in because you don't want to be holding up the person behind you exactly um so that's always a challenge although there is one woman at sea with a funky haircut yep. who's very sweet and she always bags our groceries oh, i never noticed that yeah you never noticed uh-uh. oh yeah she always bags oh, she's probably fired by <laughs> no 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 <laughs> So that's different, and you have to pay for the bags. So bring your own. Bring your own bags. Most people bring their own. We bring our own bags. Yeah, we now bring for our own sure. bags. You also pay a euro for the cart if you're going to get a cart, a bigger like a traditional shopping cart. You yeah. deposit a euro. You deposit. It's a deposit. Uh-huh. You get the euro back. Yes, and then after you're done, you put it back in the cart spot, and you get your euro back. You get your euro back. Although you always give the euro to the. There's a lot of people around the asking for, yeah, asking the for, asking for a little help. At the, yeah. And so, uh, uh, I just give them the cart. So I don't know what they do with it. Yeah. That's different. Um, what else? Mm, you can't get things like, um, ibuprofen. No you know, pharmacy aspirin. stuff. I mean, so there are big, we have one big store down at the sea, mm-hmm. um, that has a pharmacy inside the store, which is really unusual. And you purchase it. Whatever you purchase in that section gets purchased at that pharmacy right counter. There. It's yeah. not like you take it out and it gets yeah. purchased with everything else. Yeah. And, but you can't just go to a grocery store and Mm-mm. get ibuprofen. You can't go to a grocery store and get a contact lens case, Mm-mm. right? We tried to do that for Billy. Mm-hmm. And they said, oh, no, you can go to the optometrist, optometrist shop right. You know, down the road. Right. Um, uh, but... The stuff you can get is fantastic. So, yes. the, you know, if you go to the meat counter or the deli, what we would call the deli counter there, it's just row or multiple selections of different kinds of prosciutto, different kinds yes. of salami, mortadella, different cheeses. Lonza, is that Lonza, how you yeah. say it? R- yeah. Ros- Rosciola, or I can't pronounce all them all. All sorts of cured stuff. meats. Yes. Even in our tiny little grocery store Absolutely. in town. Really nice. Great cheese, right? Not yep. just Italian cheese, but often cheese from around the world. Yep. Really nice. Really f- great fresh ricotta, but you can get it from a cow. You can get it from a this or that, right? Yep. They take that stuff seriously. Yes. And uh, seafood as well. Although mm-hmm. we don't get seafood in our little town. We're, no. We're about 20 minutes, 15 minutes up the hill. Right. So they don't, they don't carry fresh fish. The fish truck comes by twice a week, and mm-hmm. you can get fish from them. But if you go down to the sea, just a regular grocery store. I mean, yes. like a regular grocery store has a fantastic selection of fish, and the right. fish is just absolutely fabulous. Mm-hmm. Much different than you would see um, in the United States, in a typical shop right. in the United States. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. What else? Anything else? Uh, let's see. Not big on liquor. Yeah, right. I, mean, I mean, there's, there's some. But... There's yeah, they all have a liquor section, but it's not. You can't go what... buy. A, you couldn't go. <laughs> used to. <laughs> you couldn't go buy a bottle of tequila at most grocery stores. Right. Right. Some you can, some you can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> a friend of mine tried to get a bottle of tequila. 
I don't know. I mean, most mostly they're more. I guess the stores are more similar than different. Yes, but but a little, well, but wait a second. Fewer selections, right? There aren't. There isn't. There isn't twenty different types of cornflakes. The only thing that happens is pasta. I was you can say. get every imaginable shape of pasta you could possibly think of. Yep. Even in our little grocery store. Even in our little grocery in multiple brands. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That yep, that is true. A lot of selection of pasta. But, you know, and that makes sense because people eat pasta every uh-huh. day. Right. Every day. Yeah. So they try to mix it up. Mm-hmm. Try to fool themselves by molding the pasta into different shapes. <laughs> Acting as though that's going to change things. Um, Anything else, though, in the grocery store? I don't, I guess I, I don't think so. No, probably. Oh, the one the one other thing that is quite different is um, in the produce section, either, if it's a really small grocery, they handle the produce. You are not to touch the produce. You can point at something and they will pick it out for you. Yes. Right? Which they'll is actually helpful. You, they'll ask you, what are you going to use this tomato yes. for? You're right. And then You're they right. will select the tomato or for the, you. Yes. If you go to the big grocery, a bigger grocery store, um, then uh, you are to put on the little hand glove condom, like mm-hmm. a little glove, a little plastic glove that you then are allowed to select your own fruit and you put it into a plastic bag. You take it over to the weighing machine mm-hmm. you push in the code so that each each vegetable or fruit has a code and out comes a sticker with a price on it you stick that on the little plastic bag and take that to the uh, front if you were to go to that's the, a really good yeah right good there's point. no scales at the checkout counters no the way there are in the united states if you walk up with a piece of fruit uh in the long line at the grocery <laughs> store you are going to get you're going to get uh, talking to yes in Italian yes right. You got to go back. You got to weigh it yourself mm-hmm. and, and stick the little sticker yes sticker on there. That that's different. You get used. To, I mean, you get used to this stuff really quickly. But the first couple of times, you could get into some right. trouble. I would say right. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you used to now? Well, like, what's the most comfortable thing for you? A U.S. grocery store or an Italian grocery store? U.S. grocery stores are really big. I'll tell you, I still like the fact that the checkers bag, bag. the groceries. Mm-hmm. That's kind of nice because mm-hmm. it's just a little more calm. I and mean, we are, we yes. are, um, it's kind of like Lucille, like uh, Lucy Ball. What's <laughs> yeah. Lucy, what am I talking about? Lucy, I love Lucy. I love Lucy. I love Lucy on a candy the, thing. Yeah. And they're like, I mean, you are trying so hard to get everything into the bags. But maybe it's all in our heads. I'm sure like, it is. I don't, I can't, I can't recall the Italians getting all They don't get worked bored. up about anything. <laughs> What are you talking about? It just seems to be uh, you and yeah. you and me that are struggling, struggling to get everything into our bags. Yeah, so that part's People so probably yeah, like, okay. oh god, here comes the, here come the Americans. <laughs> Although they don't know we're American. The guy who's been working on our farm for three years now said the, he thought you were German. German, yeah. Well, I look like a German. I kind of <laughs> act like a German. Anyways, there. That's it. There you go. That's the differences between yeah. American grocery stores and uh, grocery stores back home. In our beautiful La Marque, right? Right. Okay, right. so what do you want? What do you want to say about Princess Buttercup? All right, let's talk about Buttercups. Mm-hmm. Your Sweet little buttercup. <laughs> she has an issue, right? 
Yes. She's got a, she's got this issue. So we have this piece of land, triangular piece of land, and the, I'm trying to describe it to people listening. The drive, it slopes down from east to west, right? So the top of our driveway, we have a triangular piece. The point is, is down at the west, points to the west, roughly. Mm-hmm. And the driveway would be at the northeast corner of the triangle. You got that? Mm-hmm. Right? So there's a point that's down and pointed to the west. And our driveway starts sort of in the upper corner, the northeast corner. It slides, kind of cur- comes down. That creates, so there's a spot that's above our driveway and below the main road. Mm-hmm. And in that area is wildlife. Something we don't know. I mean, it could be the boars are up there. Uh, the a fox deer, came down the, the driveway. There's definitely some the, fox up week. there. And Princess Buttercup, when she smells that there's an animal up there, she really, really needs to get up there mm-hmm. and check it out. Right? So we had in the past, what was it, maybe month? Three weeks? Yeah. What's it been? Yeah. Three weeks. Two weeks. A couple of episodes <clears throat> where she just got out. Mm-hmm. She just got out. I mean, she bolted through past the door. Us. Past us. Through through my legs. Mm-hmm. I was unable to stop her. And uh, then when she does that, of course, it's like it's like super buttercup party time. She's up there running through the woods uh, trying to find whatever critter is up there. And all of that would be fine, except there's a main road up, up at the top of the hill. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and that's not a problem. Uh, there are cars up there. And that, that even that's not a problem. The problem is that the cars are being driven by Italians. Yes. And they drive super duper fast. Yes. So if she were ever to be up on that road at night, which is often when she escapes. During because, the day, they won't see her. Well, they won't see her at night for yeah. sure. Um, it's, it's, at any rate, so that's the dangerous part. The dangerous part is her being up there on that road, running around and and being frantic. You know, more paying attention to whatever critters are down there, and not really paying attention to the cars. Yes. So she's gotten out a couple of times yeah. now, right? Yeah. And it's um, it's terrifying for you, right? Mm-hmm. It really is upsetting. Yes. For you, and the last time she got out, and she doesn't mind. So it's not as if when we call you mean she her, she doesn't obey. She doesn't obey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, m- m- better dogs would respond to your calls or, or you know, or I beg her with treats and it just doesn't, nothing works. Yeah. The until trainer, she's tired and ready to come back. Yeah. The trainer warned us of this. Right? Yeah. He said that uh, she's got a lot of hound in her. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, you can train a dog to stay close to you or whatever, but at some point the the wire the hard wiring kind of takes over mm-hmm. and she's built she's built to track these these animals yeah. right yeah um so so uh, you jump in the car you go up to the road you I wait until the, she makes it her, her way up there i go up the road mainly to slow down the traffic yeah um and to uh to catch her if she gets up there uh, and then uh, so the last time the last was that the last time when i was in the car Yes. And I was I was going so slow. I had my flashers on, trying to get people to slow down. And I had my window down, and I I was calling for Buttercup, and uh, I heard this. <laughs> and she was just running right alongside the door of the car. She was like, can I get in? I'm exhausted. So I got her into the car and got her down, and then everything was okay. 
Um, so that's been a problem. We have this GPS tracker on her, which actually is very good. Yes. We can, uh, as long as we keep the app updated, we can, you know, it's kind of magical. You can hit this live button and watch the dog on a map of the area and know, and know where she is. Right. Except. There's a problem. <laughs> it's not perfect, right? And so you can set up this very cool safe zone. As long as she's in it, there's no problem. She goes outside of it. Once she crosses outside the safe zone, we get an alert on my phone, on mm-hmm. your phone, iPad, whatever. It says Buttercup has left the safe zone. So we're now traveling. We're in Mesa. Right. And I get this. Well, we hear it in the morning because we know the kids take her for a walk. That's exactly. regular. Fine. And then we got yeah. it. We saw it at 7. No, 5 our time. Because it was before we went to dinner the other night. Yeah. And I said, that's weird. Yeah, it's too, too late, late for, for them to be to taking me. her out. Yeah. So I sent an email. Well, so you started tracking. No, no, it was middle of the day. It was middle of the day because oh, around 8 o'clock to, their okay. time. Okay. Yeah, okay. You're right. Lunch. You're right. You're right. And so I started the live tracking and this buttercup is, you know, running all over the place. Down the vineyard. Down at the vineyard, up into the place, the uh, that area between our driveway and the and the mm-hmm. street, the road, this really steep forested area up up there back down up it's clear she's escaped so i sent i'm sending an email to laura and i said i'm reading between the lines here try not to get too upset send Tanbay up to the top of the road make sure he slows the cars down have some treats for buttercup she'll eventually get tired she'll come down you guys have to keep you know your hands on her it's so easy to forget to restrain her when somebody even though door. wait let me so yeah. i had sent an uh Email to Laura before a week before they they came, saying Buttercups, this is what happened. I'm a little freaked out, and she wrote and very. I mean, she read through the you know between the lines it. and yeah. emailed and said, "You just don't worry about it. I we will be all over her. You know, we love her. Don't worry, yeah. don't worry." And so it seemed odd to me one that she went down to the vineyard right and two yeah. i just thought because i we were with the kids two days before we left and i saw how they never you you are so took you are their so, eyes off her you are so full of baloney right now oh because yeah when no it, i was a wreck yeah when it was happening yes. we were both sure that she yes. well so the bottom line <laughs> is the bottom line is she hadn't escaped i got this email back from laura and she said she has not escaped i promise She's sitting right here in my lap. We took two walks today, and then Tanbei took her for a long run. She's completely exhausted, and she is snoring, <laughs> right? which is which sounds much more like Erica. So I felt like a total dork, yes. kind of like a complete. It, it's very nice that the kids. I'm sure the kids are even more uh, finicky than we are yes. about who about holding them. She said Tanbei uh, always has a hold of Buttercup because he's stronger, although. Laura said, although I think I could take him in a fight, <laughs> uh, which is I'm probably sure. true. Uh, so hats off to, well, I do have, I took my hat off mm-hmm. to Laura and Tanbay. Sorry that we ever doubted you. And thanks for taking such good care of Buttercup and Gidget and little Luna. We love you guys very much. What do you mean? Well, I, I think we're done. We can, we can. 
we can talk about the emails. We got some emails oh, yeah. and you can, you want to briefly say what this next week is going to be like for you? Oh, right. Yeah. Let's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do your little blurb? Uh, We've been what do you mean? Your, I don't know what you're your, talking about. Blurb about what? What your, do you mean? Your, what, are you, what did you, you call it? Your elevator speech? Let's see, let's try it. <laughs> <laughs> you're so goofy. Your so, book is coming out right. in nine days. Yeah, right. So we are here. We are in the States uh, to see family and friends. But we're, we're, this was precipitated by the launch of my book, which mm-hmm. is coming out on January 19th. Harper Collins Business is the publisher, and it's um, and it it'll be out in a week or a week mm-hmm. and a, a week and a couple of days, and that's why we're here. So I'm, I got some have some interviews and um, some some on radio. Uh, there's going to be some sort of video thing in New York, um, some live interviews, some background interviews mm-hmm. for people writing articles, some articles that I'm writing, and uh, so it's starting to heat up, and it's kind of it's kind of fun. I'm trying to remember to enjoy it. Starts on Tuesday, to, right? You've yeah. got an NPR interview. Yeah, I think I do Go have NPR. a. I do think I have a public radio interview yeah. on uh, on Tuesday, so that's it. Yeah, that's why we're here. Yes. So, do you want to say it? You want to know what my? I was waiting for you to oh, ask a question. Okay, so Tell we've been practicing. About... Yeah, we've been role playing, and I, I will be while we've been walking in the mornings. Yeah. So, so I have pretend to, get up, to have be get up the, and walk around to do this. The super smart NPR, you know, person. Um, so. Tell me about your book. Oh, okay. Well, thanks for asking, Amber. Oh, wait, that's not NPR. Amber. What would uh, uh, Sylvia? Sh- Sylvia. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks for the thanks for your interest, Sylvia. Uh, the book, The Power of Fifty Bits, is a practical field guide for improving behavior, behavior in your customers, behavior in your colleagues, behavior in, among your loved ones, and even your own uh, behavior. It's based on a what I think is a really striking insight about the way the brain works. Our brains, each of our brains, processes about 10 million bits of information a second. That's a huge uh, amount of information. But the, the, the part of your brain uh, that you're aware of, your, your mind, the conscious part of your brain, only runs at about 50 bits per second. So the brain is essentially wired for inattention and inertia, and that's what's at the heart of many of our bad behaviors. The book offers seven practical strategies that readers can use every day to overcome this limitation, to improve behaviors, and to enjoy better outcomes. You did it. That was the first time you'd done it in like 24 hours. That was really great. Well, there you go. Good. Um, so, so, so you're going to be saying that over and over yeah, and over pretty again. Pretty much. It's just like being on the Jungle Cruise again. <laughs> Give them my spiel. Yeah. Anyway, so that's why we're here. Kind of excited about it. If you get a chance, check it out. The book, again, is called The Power of 50 Bits. Mm-hmm. You can order it at any of your favorite online bookstores. I'm not allowed to promote one over the other. Or you can go to my website, www.50bits.com. Com. Should be interesting. Lots of stuff about sweet baby Gina in that book. Yeah, unfortunately. Right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So did okay. we get some shout outs for we people? We did. We did. So we got some emails. So thank you very much. It was cute. So Nicole sent us an email and said that she really liked the Louis Gina story. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's plenty more of that to come, right? <laughs> there's always... Louis Gina's great for providing content. Um, <laughs> She's got expensive. She's content. got more and more little projects. Yeah. For us, um, 
Who else do we hear Dina. from? Dina. Oh, Dina, Sent yeah. us the sweetest email with a photograph, right? Yep. And talking yep. about yep. listening to the podcast and cooking this really beautiful meal and yeah. sent us this picture with this bowl of lemons and a bottle of wine and risotto from leftover fish. And yeah. So that was actually that really, was really, really, really sweet. great. Yeah. Um, and then Scotty Jewell. Yeah. She tweeted something, right? Yep. But I'm hey, gonna... Scotty. <laughs> I mean, Jules. Um, Kathy mentioned yeah. that she and Dan found a or had a bottle of Rosso Piccino Superiore. Right down in L.A., Los right, Angeles. in Hollywood. Yeah, they were at the Stanford because yeah. they're Stanford alums. Not only was it a Rosso Piccino Superiore, it was it's... definitely like from right around yeah, our place. Yeah, yeah. So that was yeah. that was great. Yeah. Because we can't really get that here in yep. Arizona. Um, and then Sweet Terry sent a shout out to Luna because poor little Luna never, never gets much never attention. Never gets much attention. And then sent yep. some really nice photos of Luna from their trip to the farm. Yep. Well, so thanks. that was great. Thanks to everybody who sent emails. I'm not, we probably didn't mention everybody. Um, we don't have everything in front of us. It's, it, it's a hoot that you guys listen. It's nice that um, you're excited that... We made a couple more podcasts, and we'll try to get back into the swing of things. Yeah, that's do you part like the, the setup? That's part of the reason of the new setup. It's just a lot faster to put together than our old rickety thing. Are you happy and, with it? Yeah, I am so far. And you're going to take this big old microphone back yeah, <laughs> in your exactly. Suitcase. It's a good thing you didn't bring much. Yeah, right. No. Uh, we'll, <laughs> but we'll we could, we could podcast. I mean, we can podcast in New York and... Yeah, DC in the hotel room and Austin and St. Louis and Atlanta. We'll just leave this thing running. It'll just be a twenty four seven podcast. So yeah. anyway, thanks for thanks for the enthusiasm. All right. So okay. um, uh, you want to give them the details? Sure. So you if you like our podcast, you can visit us on Facebook. <laughs> you don't need to do it. I got it in front of. Oh, me. you do. Okay. Yeah. If you want to send us an email, oh, that's right. Our address is. Tutodopio at gmail.com. That's T-U-T-T-O-D-O-P-P-I-O at gmail.com. You can also visit us online at tutodopio.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com backslash farm, all one word. Follow us on Facebook? Twitter. Twitter. Our handle is <laughs> tuto oh, underscore dopio. T-U-T-T-O underscore D-O-P-P-I-O. And if you like the podcast, please be sure to give us a uh, review or a rating on iTunes. That really helps other people find the podcast. And this week's song, Love, is who? Here, I wrote it down. Oh, is by Jeffrey Philip Nelson. It's called Little Bird. Sweet baby Gina. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like right up in your face. In Boca Alupo. Ciao, baby. Ciao, 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 ciao. Dreams inside the sky have died and left behind the sad, sad shell of a man. I guess I'll build my finger to the bone, building into dreams that you call home. My song will fade into the blue Never ever knew By the likes of you Only birds will sing Humming everything Only rapping about their broken wings
feel to sit on the floor yikes now oh no i seriously have a cramp in my here let me hold your a leg. Cramp in my leg whoops whoops sorry what was that that was that was one of those things for so that the door doesn't slam into the wall mm, oh sounded a little more <laughs> gas centric <laughs> no. than that 